lost it once again we can take the night in to tomorrow living on feelings mm, yes touching you I feel it all again boom 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 Dinner, we almost have it all. Uh, 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 uh. When love was all we had worth giving. Doom, 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 doom. The ride with you was worth the fall, my friend. Boom, 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 boom. Loving you makes life worth the living. Doom, doom, doom. Didn't we almost have it all? Yes, yes. Come on. The night we held on till tomorrow. You know you'll never love that way again. Didn't we almost? Didn't we almost? Bitch. Didn't we almost have it all? Welcome to the Solomon Podcast. I'm your host, fabulous singer. You know, vocal, really, honestly, vocal gym, gymnast, you know, something you bitches can never. Um, I am your host, Solomon Ray. That was a beautiful rendition, as you already know, sung by me, but originated by Whitney Houston. Didn't we almost have it all? Um, honestly, you know what? Like, really, rest in peace, Whitney. No, for real, honestly, it's really rest in peace because... <sighs> We'll never have a voice like that again, ever. I mean, you have me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really trying to give it off like that, but I mean, we do have me. It's just I'm like retired and stuff like that. So, you know, it was really, it's crazy because it was really just me and Whitney. It was like me, at one point, it was like me, Whitney, Celine, Mariah, um, yeah, it was like us, really. We were like the new girls. A time to be alive. A time to be alive. And look, nobody's alive anymore. Wait. Celine's still alive. Mariah's still alive. Whitney's gone. I'm still alive. Yeah, it's really just Whitney. Honestly, rest in peace, Whitney. Anyway, so let's get into the show. I want to give a shout out to the girls who've rated and reviewed this podcast five stars and five stars only. If it ain't five stars, bitch, I don't want it. Okay. Um, we do have a review today. So somebody, you know, y'all, it's crazy how, how the universe and the Lord be looking out for y'all. Because thanks to Gabrielle, who put in a review and saved y'all because y'all know the rule. 
three weeks without no reviews, y'all ain't getting no more, no more, no more podcasts. It ain't about to get no, no nine. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna <laughs> count your. You should be thankful, okay? For Gabrielle, she says, "My fave." To be honest, you're the reason I started listening to podcasts in the first place. I love everything about you, and we are kind of like the same person when it comes to certain situations. Nonetheless, you're amazing, and I'm wishing nothing but blessings and happiness for you. Thank you so much, Gabriella. Gabrielle. Child, I can't read. I, where are my glasses? Gabrielle, um, thank you. And wishing you nothing but blessings and happiness your way as well. If you guys are ever so inclined to um, write a review, feel free to go to Apple Podcasts um, and write a review. You could also rate it, and you could also rate it on Spotify. So feel free to do that. What did I do? Oh, bitch, I was sick this weekend. This That's honestly, like, I didn't really, like, you know what I also hate? I hate when really, really talented vocalists such as myself... Um, very, very talented vocalists such as myself. We, like, I hate when they preface before they start singing. They're like, oh, I'm a little hoarse today. Oh, I just got over the, a cold or, oh, I just, you know, you know, you know, stuff like that. I hate when they do that. And I've, I've never done that throughout my whole illustrious career. I've never used those excuses and I won't use it now, but I will say I was sick over this weekend. So if you did hear a little strain a little um scratchiness in my my vocals which are normally very um pristine i guess you would say crystal clear pristine yeah something like that um if you heard a little bit of things that are slightly unperfect with my vocals this year this week it's because I was really down for the count this weekend i concha was here on friday girl she was late but it's really, you know, I'm not even really going to hold Concha because I knew she was low-key going to be late because she was coming from another um, person's home. And she was supposed to be here at 1 p.m. She didn't show up to like 2.30, which is fine. You know, I'm not even really tripping off of it because, you know, me, I don't wake up till 1 p.m. anyways. So, but, you know, I had to get the house ready for Concha. I had to get the, you know, I had to clean up a little bit for her. I need to needed to, you know really arrange myself, make my home presentable, light a couple candles so it smells great for her. Um, you know, chill some some water bottles because I didn't have any in the refrigerator at the time. I was in my garage, so I had to chill some water bottles for her in case she wanted to, you know, she was thirsty and parched. So, you know, I was just really just getting it ready for her. So I didn't mind that she came an hour and 20-something minutes later. So, because she did a, an amazing job with my home. Like, she just, honestly, I I know I get on this podcast a lot and talk about how thankful I am. But, like, I really am thankful I found me a housekeeper who cleans my house the way, the way I deserve my house to be clean. Let's get that out the out the way. Let's get that first. Okay. I deserve. I des I earned it. I own this belongs to me. This happiness belongs to me. I deserve it. But um yeah, she really does an amazing job. 
So, um, don't ask me for her number. Don't ask me anything about her. I'm not sharing her. I'm for real. I'm not sharing her with anybody. Um, a friend of mine shared her with me. It was very gracious enough to share this, honestly, this gift, this true. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, she's literally amazing. And I'm just really you know what i'm saying like i didn't even want to call her and be like hey culture girl where you at girl you an hour and 20 something minutes late i didn't really want to do that because you know i'm not trying to like i want her to keep me it's not about me keeping her i want her to keep me because you know these that when the housekeepers be good bitch er, people be they be in high demand when they good oh they be in high demand so i'm not trying to rock it you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm like girl i'm not trying to mm-mm so she came over, did an amazing job, and literally I was just soaking in my home and how clean and just pristine it was. You know, like when your home is clean, it's just like you just walk through it and you just like, just, I don't know how to put, like you just, I don't know, maybe it's just me, <laughs> but I just walk through my home and just kind of just slowly walk around and just admire how like clean it is and just feel Cunt, you know, and especially like when you, when it, the, the floors are super duper spotless clean and it's like you could get out of the shower and not even really have to put socks on. You could be barefoot and walk all throughout your house and get right into your bed. Now that's crazy, bitch. Now that's real. Think about it. This is how you know your house is clean. Your floors is clean. When you can walk on on them barefoot and go right into your bed. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all bitches don't know this. Not a lot of bitches y'all y'all ain't really like this, you know, because I know a lot of y'all be having like dirty foot, dirty feet and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I can't really relate, but when Concha cleaned, I was like, this is so divine. Anyways, so I went to I took a shower and I got in bed. And when I tell you the minute I got in bed, I said, bitch, I'm sick. And I woke up. I think I have like a, this week, this weekend, I think I had a sinus infection. And because my nose, my eyes, my ears, and my jaw was hurting. Not my throat, none of that. But my, um, my nose was running. It was just a mess. So... It's crazy because I think it forced me to lay in bed and watch TV. Something you know, y'all know I don't really be doing. Like, it's hard for me to just sit and not do something. And it's very hard for me to, like, sit still. And, of course, I, I didn't, like, sit fully still. I was still down um, downstairs running, I mean, doing some stuff that I needed to do. I was in my garage for a little bit. I did orders. <laughs> I mean, so I wasn't like fully just in bed, but I would say 90% of it, I was in bed. Sunday, I felt a little bit better. I felt like I was like 85%, 90. I mean, by Monday, I was perfect. I was back to, I think, no, not even really back to normal. I think yesterday I was back to normal, really. And I went over to my mom and dad's house um, to pick up some of the holiday merchandise that's for Saul Ray Beauty. And, um, yeah, it was nice to s talk to my parents. It's so funny. Like, so my, 
I think I told you guys this in one of the podcasts, but when I told my parents I was planning on having a baby, they, so let me preface this. My dad has been wanting a grandchild for so long. And he, he would be like, he would always let me and my sister know, um, friends, coworkers, just always be like, I want a grandchild. I want a grandchild. And my mom was like, you need to stop saying that because it's putting pressure on the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like these kids are on their own path. You know, people are having kids later on in life. Like do not you know, don't say this, like, you know, start curbing what you're saying because, you know, maybe they, um, the kids don't want to have a family or, you know, have children, you know? And so my mom just kind of kept like a more like neutral, like whatever approach. And she would always tell my dad, like, you know, we also have the, like their nieces and nephews that are like under the age of three and four, they're like, we still have them and, you know, we can buy them little cute little gifts and, you know, we have our God babies and, you know, stuff like that. They're like, so just stop pressuring um, our, your chi- our children. So that's some, needless to say, my dad's been very like outwardly vocal and just really just wanting a grandchild. And my mom, um, I don't want to say I didn't, think she wanted a grandchild but she just was she just the way my mom navigates her emotions it's I wish I could be like this but she navigates it to where I think it's like an old school way of you know parents being like you know you do not show too much emotion in front of your child to like you know what I'm saying like you don't you don't ever have like you're never you don't ever show extreme emotions that's what it is you don't show super extreme emotions in front of your child like you need to stay cool calm and collected in front of your child so you are their pillar you are their rock you know they need to be able to depend on you so she's never you know she's been pretty neutral about it um so anyway so when i told my mom she um i've told you guys this story before but i'll say it again she started to cry a little and I've only seen my mom cry three times. Two of them was because of some shit I did that, you know, I was being a little asshole. And um, so it was like tears of sadness. And then this was like the first time I've seen her cry where it was like not tears, like she was happy. So my mom was really excited. And my dad of clearly is excited too. But now he is like retreating his emotions, I think. Like he's... I don't want to say like scared, but I think he's he's more like trepidatious. Like he's just more like okay, we just we gotta just wait until everything is good. We're in the like he's more like that now, which is so wild because it, I feel like the the roles have reversed. Like now my mom's super duper excited and my dad, he is excited, but now he's like trying not to, I think he's just trying to keep, be more grounded with his emotions and his excitement. And so I was telling my parents, I was like, um, you know, cause I mean, a lot of people, I, I talk to people and they don't really fully understand what IVF is. They don't understand that like, 
you know, you're basically building embryos, <laughs> putting together embryos. And, you know, you're basically like creating embryos and then you kind of freeze them. You can, you, like, there's, it's a lot to it. And so I was explaining to them and <clears throat> I was like, I really, my wish is um, to have, you know, uh, a, a, an amount of boy embryos, an amount of girl embryos, so that, you know, I never thought I really wanted this, but now I know I do. I do want um, two kids and, you know, a boy and a girl, not at the same time, though. And... So I was telling him, I was like, you know, we need boy embryos and girl embryos. And that's like my goal. Like if I, that's my blessing, like that's all I'm, I'm praying for. And I was like, I was like, I'm just asking God. I was like, I don't want anything else. Like I will never ask for anything else. If you can just give me boy and girl embryos that are super duper healthy, that's all I want. That's all I freaking want. And my dad's like, no. Just pray for a healthy baby, a healthy baby. Like, he's just like that. Like, he's like, we don't care about that. We just want health, health. And I'm like, yeah, dad, of course we want that too. But, you know, it's okay to, like, be specific with your prayers. <laughs> so <laughs> my dad was, like, just worried sick. And <laughs> so my mom, um, she's like, I've been praying. She was like, all right. I was like, mom, you better pray for us. And she was like, I will, I will, I always do. And she's like, you know, I've been praying for a lot of people lately. And I said, uh-uh, let me tell you something. You're not praying for nobody else for the next 60, 90 days. Don't be praying for nobody else. You pray for me and me only, okay? You maybe, you know, me and my siblings and dad, but anybody else, it's no shade to our cousins and aunts and uncles and your sisters and brothers and stuff like that, but they need to be put on ice. Love them. You know, it's great. They have their time to shine. We're only focused on praying for Solomon right now, okay? I was serious. I was like, I know I'm being like funny to some people, but I'm, I'm actually not joking. Like, and I know that's really probably evil to say, like, don't pray for somebody else. But I'm like, mm -mm. we can get back to collective prayers later. But right now, all we need to be focused on <clears throat> is Solomon, Tia, and these goddamn motherfucking embryos. Okay? Don't be praying for nothing else. And so I told my mom, I said, but we got to pray for boy embryos and girl embryos. She said, okay, okay. And I said, they need to be, they need to test genetically normal. They have, need to have all their chromosomes. They have to have all, no chromosomal abnormality. She said, okay, so no chromosomal abnormality. All right, all right, all right. Boy, embryo, girl. Okay, okay. And I was like, and we need to pray that when we do an embryo transfer, it stays. She said, okay, embryo transfer. Okay, okay. And I said, we need a baby that's going to be in full term. So she's like, all right, hold on, Solomon. Let me go write this down. She gets up and she walks to my dad's like tool shed or whatever. And I'm like, what are you doing, lady? And she says, I'm looking for a pen and paper. And she literally right there started writing down what she needed to pray for. She said, boy embryo, girl embryo. What else did you say? I said, chromosomally perfect chromosomally perp. She was like, oh, healthy embryos. I said, no, 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 no. I didn't, I, we, that's great. I don't want healthy. I, they need to be tested genetically perfect 
with no chromosomal abnormalities. She said, okay. I said, and write that down. Get that very specific when you're asking God. She said, okay. And I was like, and what else did you say? I said, that the transfer works. She said, okay, transfer works. And what else, Solomon? I said, and full term. The baby has to be full term. <laughs> and I was like, and make sure the baby has two eyes. Okay. That is one of my biggest fears. I shouldn't even talk about this publicly, but... It is very much, it's a big fear of mine. I'm like, please let my baby have two eyes, bitch. So, needless to say, my child already got a praying grandmother. But yeah, like, I just feel like that was just like the cutest little thing. She was so serious. She was like, let me write this down. Let me just, okay. And she is. I'm, I'm about to, when I get off this phone with y'all, I'm about to call mom. Actually, I'm not, because it's 10 o'clock. My mom will be in bed by 7.30. <laughs> No, because my mom really do be in <laughs> My mom really be in bed. Like, <laughs> the sun be out. My mom be in bed. <laughs> it is that. Is, she's, always been like, she's always been like that. She be in bed. But she's also someone who wakes up at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. But she be in bed by like 7 o'clock. I mean, she don't be asleep, but she be in bed. So, I'll call her tomorrow and be like, girl, did you, what did you pray for? Where's your list? Okay. Pray in the morning, pray in, in the middle of the day, and pray at night. Okay. Honestly, we need the Muslim sound alarms. What is it? Muslim sound prayer alarms. Let me see. What Five day. Five, they got to pray five times a day. <clears throat> let me see if I can find me a little let me see what it sound like yep yep I'm gonna buy this from my mom I found it just Yeah, this is, how much is this? This is cute. Where can I buy, where is the link, bitch? No, I'm really about to buy this for my mom. And you can set it for five, it plays, wait, plays five daily Muslim calls to prayer. Yep, I need it. It don't even need to be five. I'm gonna try to do eight or 10. I'm gonna put that all throughout my mama's house so she know when it's time to pray because let me tell you something something y'all bitches will never have is a praying grandmother and that is that's honestly no because i joke about this all the time i'd be like this is y'all bitches can never but no it's really that really does I, that changes the game uh, some of the girls don't have praying grandmamas and that's fine you know it just sucks because you got to work a little harder in life for sure but the girls who have praying grandmamas, bitch, prayed up, okay? It's to the point where sometimes they be, you be so, your grandmama be praying for you so, and they be praying for you before you even born. That's the thing. That's the fucking thing. That's the fucking thing. And they be praying for you so hard body that it's like you, you, it's like you yourself don't even need to pray. It's like, it's, you haven't even used all, it's like, you have like extra prayers or something. It's really wild. So 
that's I'm like, let me get my mom started on that right now and start praying for my baby before they even alive because it, it really does it changes a lot and I already got my ancestors working it's a lot it's a lot going on right now so when I tell you bitch when I tell you it's a lot going on it's a lot of spiritual shit going on right now it's a lot the vibration in my household is very fucking high okay it's a lot I can't share too much but it is it is really on and popping. And it's actually going to get even more lit in the next few weeks. <laughs> no, honestly, y'all be asking me for like um spiritual like segments or something like a you know videos about me. And it's really it's hard. It, I I can't like say it all at once if that makes sense, but it's just so much stuff. But yeah, girl. It's a lot going on. So I told my mom, I said, we, my house is on lock. We need to make your house on lock. We need to really zone in, focus, you know, get these prayers going because I need these. I need my baby to have two eyes, okay? I need them to have two eyes. And it's really no shade to the girls who babies don't have no two eyes. But, you know, I feel for you and stuff like that. I'm not built for that. I'm not built for it. I don't have that strength. Jesus always calls on his strongest people. I'm not it. Don't call on me, Jesus. Don't, 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 don't ask me to be one of your strong. I'm not strong, Lord. Don't ask. Please don't ask. Because I'm not, I'm weak. I am a weakling. Don't ask me. Don't do it. Because I'm, I can't do it. I can't handle no baby with two eyes. I mean, with one eye. I will I don't know what I would do, but I wouldn't, I, I couldn't do it. So that's what we praying for. We praying real hard for two eyeballs, bitch. Um, but aside from that, I went to see my mom yes and my my mom and dad yesterday to pick up the holiday stuff. Um if I think I said this last week, but I'll probably do like the pre-order maybe this weekend or sometime next week. But when you go to Sorry Beauty, you for this holiday season, um, unlike last year, it will come in a very cute holiday, which is not even like holiday printed. You can use this all year round. It's beige with gold lettering. It's a Sorry Beauty um, like cosmetic case. And inside of it has a 3.4 ounce face wash, a full size face cream, a full size eye cream, and a full size collagen serum all in there. I don't know how much it is yet. I got to run the numbers, but it will be clearly discounted. It's basically like buying the whole collection, but clearly discounted. And plus with the holiday, um, like the free cosmetic tote. And, um, I, fuck, I need to order some other stuff. I need to order a holiday card so I can have those signed for you guys. And yeah, so that will be available for pre-order really soon. Also this week, I mean, excuse me, not this week, this month, the face cream will be back in stock. The face wash will be back in stock. Um, what else? What else? So yeah, that's kind of, I kind of wanted to keep it simple this holiday season. I didn't want to you know, I didn't want to create like a gift set. Like it is technically a gift set, but I didn't want it in like a gift box set. 
you know, I just wanted to, and I didn't want like travel sizes. I want everybody, like I wanted the full sizes for the full collection, you know? So that will be available for pre-order, if not this week, um, sometime next week. So be on the lookout for that. What else did I do? Bitch, I went paddleboarding last week with Omar. When did I go? Thursday? Friday? Wednesday? Wednesday. Bitch, I don't remember. Bitch, I was really being Caucasian. I know I was really trying to, like, see, the thing is, I'm, I really caught myself trying to be Caucasian. Bitch, so we've been wanting to go paddleboarding for like three years. He goes all the time, but for some reason, I just never, I, I don't know. I just, we are, it just never happened. And then so, anyway, so we go. And right when we're about to go into the water, I said, bitch, I ain't got no life jacket. I ain't got no floaties. I don't got no noodle, no nothing. Bitch, I can't swim. I was like, bitch, I'm about to die. Like, if I fall into the water, I could I could swim to safety. But, bitch, I'm not that girl who could be in the middle of a huge body of water. And you know how, like, the girls can just sit and stay in the middle and not move? They just kind of float and just doggy paddle or, you know, do the little thing to where they can just stay up over water? That's not me, bitch. That's not me. I don't know how to float either. I'm not a floater. My legs are too fucking dense. I, my legs fall all... My body, my chest is fine. My legs, bloop. I can't do it. Like, I can get to safety, but, bitch... And, I mean, I'm talking about I can get to safety within a few minutes, bitch. Now, if safety is, <laughs> is about 20 minutes away, bitch, I'm dead. <laughs> okay? Bitch, I'm dead. Sayonara. All right, bitch. Light a candle for me and throw away my phone. <laughs> No, my goal, my goal, my thing when I die, I told my sister, I said, and she knows this. I said, girl, the minute I die, don't even, just grab my phone. Grab my phone, burn it. Please burn my phone. Just burn it. Just please, just get rid of my phone and burn it. But yeah, I went paddleboarding and I mean, nothing happened. I didn't fall off or anything, but it was cute. It was fun. Um... I enjoyed it. Would I go again? I would. You know, I know that sounds very Caucasian to me, but I really would. You know what it is, guys? I think I'm really just, I always say this, but I am, I am allowed to change my mind. I'm allowed to change who I am. Bitch, I have plants now. I have living, I think breathing, and I think living plants in my home. I have a vegetable grazed garden. I have, I'm growing tomatoes, jalapenos. I have succulents with flowers. I have a gardenia plant, which is actually burnt crispy because the sun burnt half of it the other day. Um, What else do I have? I have, I'm growing sage, peppermint, spearmint. I'm growing um, rosemary. I'm also growing thyme and cilantro. I'm really, like, I'm a new girl now. Like, I'm really, like, you know, I have cats. I said I would never have pets. It's really kind of crazy right now, you guys. I'm, like, doing things that I'm really, like, a new girl. Yeah, I'm paddleboarding. You know, I went on, on my, my balcony today, you know, and I was like, bitch, I'm never going to be outside. I don't I do not do stuff like that. But it was a nice little day. I sat out with the cats because the cats like to go outside. 
and I sat on the little rocker. I bought two little things, little patio outdoor furniture things. And I sat there and with a glass of black tea and my freshly picked mint. And I sat there enjoying, you know, just enjoying life, bitch. So, yeah, it's all about, like, really changing. And, yeah, something you bitches can never. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, um, Tia came over today. We shot the cover of our new podcast. It's called Life in Progress. That will come out, we believe, this Monday. Um, if the Lord willing and the creek don't rise, that's going to be our new podcast, which is going to be all things, everything that we're doing. Um, we're just doing so much and we didn't want to name it like a baby thing because it's like, we're doing way more than just having a baby. Like that is a big, 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 huge step and a big fucking thing, but we're doing way more than just that. So I didn't want it like a podcast that we're just going to be about. IVF. Um, also, I just didn't really want to podcast about IVF because I just feel like those stories are so sad and so like depressing and just like it's it's good, especially when the people have finally have babies, but like it just I just don't want that as I don't want that, okay. I'm already nervous as is going into this, and I just don't need a podcast about <laughs> me narrating and talking about all my nervous shit. Like, it's going to be definitely educational, and we're going to be upfront and honest, clearly, but I just didn't want the podcast to just be about that. I needed to be about all the other things that we're doing that we're going to share on the podcast. So feel, be on the lookout for that. It's called Life in Progress. And that will be, I think the first episode is going to come out this Monday and it'll come out every Monday. So, um, yeah. What else? What else? What else? Before you, we get into TMZs, let me see. What else? What's going on? Bitch. No, I got, I got hold on. Do I want to save this for beef? It's crazy because I really got to get this off my chest and I never really save it for the beef. Yeah, let's get into this. Um, but real quick, let's take a break and move it right along. <laughs> Bitch, let me tell you something. So y'all know back in what june when i was running through those fertility clinics spiraling just you know losing my motherfucking marbles right oh y'all didn't know i was just talking um i didn't share exactly everything but remember when i was telling you how i was running through those doctor's offices spiraling and stuff like that well it was fertility stuff so what was i gonna say i so basically the the joy of i guess being a guy which there's clearly a lot of joys but one of the easiest things about having a baby so listen you need a woman and you need a man to have a baby duh but so it's equal parts really you know what it's equal parts like you need healthy viable eggs you need healthy viable sperm now, the easy part is the man side, but 
most men don't ever get their shit checked. They never look into their side. They just assume, you know, the brunt of everything is really heavily reliant on the woman, which generally, yes, that is a good, the more of my research that I'm doing, it is a good chunk of it. Like a big, big, big chunk of it. However, another, like if your sperm is not good, then you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? You're fucked all around. So it don't matter how good, how healthy and viable and fertile she is, bitch, if you yourself are not good, it's a rizap. So I just, so one thing about men is you can actually enhance your sperm. You can fix your sperm, whatever is not great now, you can fix it in three months, okay? Because the sperm cycle to grow a sperm is 72 days plus add on like, I think they ro roll it over, I think it's like 18 days or something like that after where it, it does some, anyways, bitch, it's 72 days plus 18 days, boom, it comes out to 90 days. So basically three, three months. In three months, you have a new cycle of sperm. So let's say, um... Let's say, okay, now this is some crazy shit. Let's say you get the flu, right? You get the flu and you have a high t body temperature. Bitch, your sperm's dead. It's dead. It's it's done. You're done, okay? You got to wait three months to get new, fresh, viable sperm. Isn't that fucking crazy? Never knew that either. So let's say that's the case. You got to wait three months for it to be back to normal. So, which is, which sucks, but at the same time, it's also good because it's like, it's something that you could fucking fix. So I knew, I was like, okay, if we're going to start our process sometime in um, either October or November, I want to just take all the vitamins I possibly can. I want to eat healthy. I don't want to drink anymore. Um, I need to exercise more. Like there, I know this sounds crazy because I didn't think these things mattered <laughs> not me not thinking diet and exercise doesn't matter but no like you know like like what about me lifting weights is going to you know what i'm saying like bitch that how but it does because it also boosts your testosterone it helps with hormones it's so many different things when it comes to eating healthy um working out stuff like that so i told myself I'm going to just basically basically be in the sperm Olympics until we get ready to do everything. So needless to say, um, there's a lot of things you can do. One of them is you can get like an ultrasound. You can get an ultrasound on your balls basically to see if there's any like blockages, any varicocils. Varicocil is basically like inflamed or over-enlarged veins that kind of constrict your balls. It's not deadly or anything like that, but it could kind of affect the DNA fragmentation of your sperm if you have that. So I, you know, I did a ultrasound of my balls and um, by choice, like I literally went to the, I said, I want to do an ultrasound. He was like, oh, okay. I mean, a fertility doctor. And they, I mean, they didn't say no, but I went in, I said, this is what I want to do. This is the medication I want to be on. This is how, like, I just went in, like, boom, 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 boom. This is what I need to do. Like, 
and I want to do a semen analysis today. I want to do one 30 days after I'm on the fertility medicine. I want to do a, another semen analysis 90 days after I've been on the fertility medicine. I want to take these supplements. These are all the supplements I'm currently taking. I want to do an ultrasound now. I'm going to do a DNA fragmentation test. Like I just re really went in, bitch. I'm a fucking Capricorn. I'm a perfectionist. I just, that's just how I operate in life. There's no getting around that. <clears throat> So, boom, I do my ultrasound. And this crazy thing about a fucking ultrasound is the girls, when they're doing it, they they cannot give you nothing. Like, they, they can't be like, oh, bitch. You can't be like, oh, girl, you see some cancer. You know what I'm saying? You They can't give that information. You have to get it from your doctor. So, um, long story short, um, everything was fine. They're like, but I didn't hear back from my doctor. He said, oh, you got to the next appointment is in like three months or some wild shit. And I said, bitch, this is dumb. Three months for me to get my results. And they're like, well, bitch, if they didn't, if they saw something bad, they would have called you immediately. So you're basically fine. So I stopped fucking with them because now I'm fucking around exclusively with the fertility clinic that we're using here in Laguna Niagara. And that's the person who's basically going to make my embryos, make my baby, you know, basically just that's, that's my nigga, honestly, like we joke about it, but that's really my man. Like that doctor is really my man. That's my man, my man, my man. Like that's like, that's my nigga. So, so boom. Um, I'm just kind of preparing everything and I go in Friday for another semen analysis, my final one at my 90 day mark on my fertility meds. And um, I'm going to do the same day. I'm going to do a bunch of blood work. Plus I'm going to do a DNA fragmentation test. I've already done one. This is my second one. So I'm going to see if it it's changed or shifted. And I was like, I kind of want to package everything for him this month, the doctor, for him this month so in case you know we he sees anything possibly alarming he could be like all right we could catch it before we start egg retrieval at the end of this month so boom so part of that package that i'm trying to gift for him is the ultrasound i'm like i don't have my fucking ultrasound i need to call the fertility clinic in san diego and be like bitch for the shit to my new doctor why are y'all holding this motherfucking ultrasound? I mean, it's not cancer. There's no cancer. There's not. There's literally nothing. But I just still want him to have the ultrasound. I don't know why. Like, I feel like I need that since there's nothing wrong, like, that they saw. <clears throat> so the lady's going to call me talking about some, oh, girl, um, we can't give you the results. We can't even give you the ultrasound or support it to um, your new doctor, which is a lie. We can't do that until you have your appointment with... Um, our doctor. So she was like, we can fit you in at Tuesday at 9 a.m. I said, girl, that's a lie, but that's fine. So Tuesday, yesterday, I wake up and I wake up like a few minutes before nine o'clock expecting like him to call me. They call me talking about some, he's running late. 10.15, I get a call. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, Solomon. I'm, you know, sorry I have the flu. I took a flu shot, so I have all the symptoms. I feel like I'm sick as a dog. I can bar I'm barely holding on, so apologies for me being late. Um, how are you? 
I'm like, honestly, the fact that I had to wake up early this morning and rearrange my agenda to take a 9 a.m. phone call that you are just now getting on at 1015, not the greatest, but I can't complain. <laughs> he was like, oh. <laughs> like, this man literally is on his deathbed, it feels like. He, like, has the flu symptoms. Like, he does not, and he doesn't sound good either. But here's my thing. How can I put this? Um, because this sounds really like I'm a dick. But this sector of medicine is not life or death. You know, like, yes, it is like life or death because you want a baby and you know what I'm saying. But like, it's not life or death. It's not cancer treatment. It's not emergency surgery you know what i'm saying it's not um it's not mental health it's not your psychiatrist it's not things that you really need you know and the other thing about it is this sector of medicine 90% of the time 95% of the time it's not covered by in insurance so it's out of pocket and on top of it it's one of the most expensive sectors of medicine there fucking is you're getting ready to spend tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars for not not a multitude of cycles for one cycle of IVF. I was watching Adrian Bailon's um, IVF journey on YouTube. She did eight cycles. I can't even imagine if the average cycle is between forty and fifty thousand dollars. I don't even know how much that is times eight. I can't even do the math. I'm not that smart, but it's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So you're in a sector of where bitches are spending tons of money. You don't need to be late. Now, okay, I know some of y'all be like, "That's you're doing too much, Solomon. No, but I don't think you should be late. I could see if, if our, my phone call was at 9 o'clock, I could see you coming in 9.08, 9.10, 9.15, 9.15, 10.15, 9.15, unacceptable. If someone's paying a shitload of money, you know what I'm saying? I, granted, I'm not doing it with them. You know, I'm at a different clinic now. But if someone, if you're dealing with clients who are spending, shelling out tens of thousands of dollars, you need to answer that phone at night. You need to put the phone, if the phone call is at 9 a.m., you need to be on that bad boy at 8.59 and 58 seconds. No, for real. That's how it should be. And I know the girls who were like, you know, work-life balance. No, 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 no. If you can charge people $40,000 here or $10,000 here, $20,000 here, and not have to run it through fucking insurance, no, 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 no. You, you, you be on time for them calls. You don't deserve work-life balance, baby. Not with them prices. You deserve work-life balance when you work for... Um, a health insurance company or HMO or you work for Kaiser or Scripps or, you know, something like that, bitch. No, 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 no. When you're in this sector, baby, you need to you need to be on that phone call at 9 fucking a.m. So, of course, I had to let him know about himself. I said, you know, well, considering, you know, I kind of ate him up a little bit to kind of preface it to be like, don't fucking waste my time. Granted, I wasn't doing anything. But, you know, there's some people who don't have 
who when they were like, bitch, I need to be on that phone call at nine. Bitch, I have to be on that phone call at nine. And one thing I used to hate about phone calls is you got to basically be stuck where you're, where you're at for that phone call. You can't get on an elevator. It's, you know what I'm saying? You can get in the car and drive, but like, pray you don't go through a tunnel. Pray, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you really got to be stuck on where you are for that phone call. So it's kind of very limiting. So anyway, so boom. So he's talking to me. We hang up. He never even goes over my ultrasound. I totally forgot all about that. And um, two minutes later, I get a phone call and they call me back. They're like, hey, girl. I was like, hey, girl. And she was like, oh, well, we're here, just here to collect payment. I said, um, for what? She said $120 for the appointment fee. I said, you mean that phone call I just got? She said, yeah, it's $120. I said, oh, is that what you want? She said, yeah. And I said, well, guess what? You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. You're a dreamer. You like to dream a lot. You have lofty ambitions. Yeah, $120 for me. You're never going to get it. I said, I paid $400 for this ultrasound. I'm not paying you $120 for you to read me my results. And by the way, he didn't even read me my results. And I told her, I said, I don't know if... There's a code in the system where you can code it differently for billing, but I can give you $20 today, but I'm, I'm not giving you $120. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not giving you $120 today, tomorrow, or never. It's never going to happen. And as a matter of fact, you can take me to court and fight me, and I will fight you tooth and fucking nail over this $120. But one thing for sure and one thing for certain, bitch, you're never ever getting that for me great idea wrong girl you need to go run those scheming games with somebody else but the buck runs dry with me the buck ends here it ends today with me it ends with me you're not getting this 120 dollars is that what and i literally said is that what you want she said yeah i said well guess what you're never gonna get it <laughs> well guess what you're never gonna get it it's it was very much you know that Ian LeVan Sant where she's like let me see Ian LeVan wait that's not how you spell it Van Zant. you're never gonna get it <laughs> let me see this is, I don't know if you guys remember this clip it's so good hold on here it is what does a mother-daughter relationship look like to you now as a grown woman? But with oh, here it is. Hear what you're going through and get my advice, what I think or whatever. I'll be going through something myself. I can share that with you. Does that sound like something you want? Yes. Well, let me tell you, you'll never get it. Nothing <laughs> you want? Yes. Well, let me tell you, you'll never get it. Bitch, I told that lady over the phone exactly like that. I said, is that what you want? Well, guess what? You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Like, 
I'm just at a point now where, you know, I, they also hit me up at the wrong time because I just paid my taxes, um, which was crazy amount of money. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. Um, I paid my accountant um, for the summer accounting. I still need to pay him for <sighs> going into fall and winter. And I'm just like, and then I'm getting ready to literally on the end of this month, start paying for IVF. And I'm just like, bitch, I'm not, I can't give y'all money no more. I can't, I, don't, I ain't got it. I don't got it. Please leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm, I said this on Snapchat, but I'm serious. Like if y'all, even if family and friends are listening to this, please don't invite, take me off the invite list. Don't invite me to your birthday dinner. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to spend any money. I don't want to buy you a gift. And it's not the fact that I don't love you and I don't care about you. I don't want to do it. I don't want to buy you a gift. People and friends and family, no more God babies. I can't be the God daddy to everybody no more. I can't do it. No. Don't want any more. I can't do it. I'm so over spending money. I know I say this all the time, but I'm really over it now. I'm very, very much over it. And when I wire transfer all that money for, um, at the end of this month for our IVF cycle, I'm really, cancel Christmas. Cancel Christmas. Don't ask me for shit. Don't, no, I'm honestly, for real, like, no one's getting gifts this year. I hope everybody knows that. <laughs> I really hope everybody knows this year you're not getting any gifts. And I'm dead serious. I, hand to the Bible, you're not getting any gifts. Not this Christmas. <laughs> and Thanksgiving, I'm not, I'm don't even invite me to Thanksgiving. Cause I'm not, I'm not making no food. I ain't got no food money. I'm not making nothing. I'm not even going to 7-Eleven to get a fucking bag of ice. Don't invite me. You don't even got to give me, send me a plate. I will stay my ass right the fuck on home, bitch. I'm not paying. I don't want to pay for nothing. Don't ask me for do nothing. Bitch, $120. Bitch, I got 120 reasons why I'm not paying you that $120. You really got me fucked up. And what you really thought you was about to do is you thought you was about to be like, oh, we'll sneak in this little appointment since he doesn't use us anymore we'll, we'll get it somehow bitch that's fine because guess what you're never gonna get the money from me <laughs> i don't know who you're gonna get it from casper the ghost who bitch i don't even know you better call jada pinkett smith and set it off bitch and rob a bank bitch because you're not getting that hundred dollars from me it's never going to happen can you imagine robbing a bank for <laughs> for 120 dollars <laughs> Side note, I shouldn't really say this, but years ago, years ago, my friend worked for Wells Fargo and we, I don't even know why we thought this was true. Like we were going to rob the, <laughs> should not even say this, but we were going to rob their, their, their branch. And we planned it for like three days. And it was actually, the more I think about it, I was like, it actually was a really good plan. It really was like a really good plan. And, and I think that's the reason why I was like, damn, bitch, like, we about to do this. 
because they worked for, so she knew all the, the ins and outs of the bank. And we was really about to rob this bank. I'll never forget it. I like I just forgot I forgot all about that. That just popped in my mind right now. Like we're about to rob the bank. <laughs> Oh my god, what a fucking idiot, bitch. Imagine me if I got caught robbing a bank, bitch. How much how much time? Let me see. Sentence for robbing a bank. Up to 20 years in state prison. Oh, not that bad. Um, up to 20 years in federal prison, a fine up to $250,000. Oh, I mean, not that. I mean, that is kind of kind of steep, bitch. Bitch, you can murder somebody and get less. Hmm. That is kind of wild. A bank robbery conviction can result in 10 to 20 years in prison. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I think that's a little... I feel like you should be able to rob a bank. Clearly, you're not getting the money. But I feel like if you do rob a bank... Mm, 24 months. <laughs> no, I feel like 24 months is enough. You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm, <laughs> really? But no, I think that because then you'll get out and probably be like, bitch, I'm gonna go rob a, another bank and I'll, this time I know how to really do it. So yeah, maybe not. Maybe 20 years is good. But there's this guy, I was listening to this podcast called The Girlfriends or something. It's basically about this Jewish man who fucking killed um, his wife. He dated like all these girl, girl women, but like his third wife or something like that, he murdered her and... um he well he well not like it matters but he choked her and then i believe he put, he had a private jet he got on the plane or not a private jet or like a his own plane and he got on the plane he dumped her body out on the ocean or something like that out the plane which is crazy um but yeah i think he got 12 10 or 12 years and bitch the lady was it the judge who did the sentencing? She was on the podcast and I got to this episode yesterday and she was like, you know, he was, I didn't want to say he was giving Tokyo Tony and feeding kids in Uganda. I don't want to say that, but he, she said something like she, he was doing something in Indonesia, helping kids with some shit, bitch. And she was like, yeah, but like he murdered her, but like he spent all those years, the rest of his life, doing really good charity work and whatever. So you have to think about, you have to take into account who they are at that point when you come to sentencing. I was like, bitch, he fucking killed someone. Are you dumb? Are you a dumb dizzy hoe? That's what the judge said. She was like, we got to take into account the fact that, you know, who he is now. And he did so much good work. I was like... Am I missing something here? It's not like, you know, he punched somebody in the fucking face and then, you know, became fucking Father Joe later on. It was like, mm, you know, he's better now. Bitch, he fucking killed someone. Are you dumb? Are you fucking dumb? He needs to rot in prison and he's up for parole. And so, like, I'm like, bitch. Uh... <laughs> I just, I just don't, I just feel like, and it was like planned murder. It wasn't like he accidentally killed his wife. It wasn't like, you know, you know, he was like, damn, bitch, I, 
you know, we was playing, bitch, and I, I you actually fell off the stairs or some shit like that, or I don't know, bitch, like, <laughs> like, maybe you changed the your boiler, your water heater, and you got it really, really fucking high, and she went into the, sh the shower or whatever, and then the door got jammed, and she got stuck in the hot water. <laughs> maybe she got stuck in the hot water and boiled to death or something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bitch, but I was like, fucking murder. Anyways, I didn't mean to go on that tangent, but back to that bitch who wanted me to give her fucking $20. Bitch, you got me fucked up, bitch. You got me fucked up. $120? Uh-uh. No, and honestly, with the with with the exception of my godson, little O, and with the exception of Serena's Nori. I ain't buying nobody's kids shit. I don't give a fuck if a fucking baby fall out of your motherfucking vagina anytime from now until at least my child is two. I ain't paying, I ain't buying nobody's nothing. Uh-uh. It's just going to go to little O and Nori and that's it. I ain't buying them, you know, if you have a new baby, I ain't paying for no, I ain't doing it. It's time for me to save and buy the cute stuff for me. Because, and another thing, and I'm going to get on into TMZ topics, but I don't, I've said this before, and I'm going to have to continuously reiterate it, and I'm trying to find a nice, gentle way to tell family and friends, I don't want no farm clothes for my baby. For the first two years, I talked to my friend Caesar, and him and I were talking, and he's in 100% agreement. He's like, this this is good, Solomon. Like, this is how you need to do it. I said, I don't want no farm clothes for my baby. For the first two years, no farm clothes. Like, no, meaning, like, no ugly clothes, no no um, patterns. I don't want any patterns. I don't want any characters, no Ninja Turtle, no no My Little Pony, whatever the girls and gir boys and girls is into now. I don't know, but... Whatever, Bluey, bitch, no. Coco Melon, no. None of it. We're not doing no Mickey Mouse, no Pooh Bear, none of that. No Teletubby, none of it. I want, like, I'm going to Japan next month. And, you know, I love Sanrio. No San, no Hello Kitty, no nothing. No characters on my baby until they turn two. And maybe not even then. It's really not until... My child tells me, Daddy, I want my little pony. Then cool, we're gonna do it. But until you fucking say that to me, we ain't doing none of that. We don't want, we ain't doing no farm clothes. And I don't know how to tell the girls, like, don't, I feel like I wanna tell girls, don't buy my baby anything. Because when you buy clothes for babies, I buy good, I buy good shit, bitch. I'm not even really like trying to toot it off like that. I buy good shit. I really do. I buy the cutest things, the best things. It's cunt when it comes to me, bitch. I don't be buying no Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I'm a fucking menace. No, I don't buy no Ninja Turtle. Like, I don't. And so anyway, so I buy really good gifts. But here's the thing. When you buy a gift, for especially for a baby, you want to eventually see them wearing your cute little outfit. You'd be like, oh, I can't wait for when she going to wear the, the little thing I've got her. Oh, when is he going to wear the little thing I got him? You know what I'm saying? I want people to know you're never going to see it. Is that what you want? 
Is that what you want to see? Well, guess what? You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. You're never going to see it. You're never going to see my child in farm clothes. It's not going to happen. I took those farm clothes and I, I burned them. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> no, I don't. So I'm like, I, you know, I was talking to my parents. I said, my mom has really good taste. My mom is actually super duper stylish. That's what I love about my mom. My dad, no, not, not at all. And it's really not, not to shave my dad. I love my dad down to the ground, but he just has not the greatest style. But here's the thing. Not everybody has style. That's one thing. A lot of the girls feel like they're getting buying fashions or like designer things or expensive things or pretty things. Just because it's pretty designer or whatever, 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 does not mean you have style. Style is something effortless, chic, and timeless that can be on your body any time. Like style is something that lives with you. You always you 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 either have it honestly or you don't. Little Kim has style. You know what I'm saying? It's no no shades Onika, and I'm not trying to compare the two, but Onika doesn't have style. She don't. I don't think none of the girls really have style. Kim has style. Like, that, that's a certain chicness, like, a certain, like, you know? So, anyway, so, boom, my mom has really great taste or whatever, and I was talking to my mom, and I was like, oh, I want no farm clothes. I don't want this. I don't want that. She was like, yeah, well, maybe you can just ask people to give you, you know, gift cards. And, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm unappreciative. It's just I feel I wouldn't. I already have a hard time accepting gifts because I just feel like I don't want people to spend money on me. Um, but also, I'm very particular. Like, nobody, I mean, I like gifts that are meaningful for myself, but people know they can never buy clothes for me. Like, I'm not a clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like, buying clothes for someone is, it's a very, you need to know them intimately and you have to have some sort of, direction when it comes to style and it's really hard and I just feel like buying clothes for kids I think gets overlooked and it's like oh it's a kid who cares honey that them farm clothes will be sent on back they will go to the goodwill and I know that sounds really fucked up and I know you guys are like bitch that sounds so ungrateful you should be happy and it's like I am and I am grateful but I'm just what all I'm saying is what I'm trying to say is I know now I'm not going to really – I'm going to tell people do not buy me gifts. Do not buy, buy my child gifts. I don't want gifts at the baby shower. None of that. You know what I'm saying? Like don't do like clothing gifts. And I'm going to have to buy it all myself, and I'm fine. So that's the reason why I'm telling people. I say I'm not buying nothing for nobody else. Mm -mm. I'm going to buy a Christmas gift. For little O, a Christmas gift for Nori. And thank God, Serena got a baby because she, her gift is gone. <laughs> no, because her gift is gone. Like, when you have a baby, like, you don't get no gift no more. You don't. So, and it's like a joint gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's two people, like a couple or whatever, and you be like, oh, I'm going to get, before you be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get something for him, give something for her. When you get a baby, it's like, oh, no, y'all don't, we can cut out two of them gifts. We only get one thing, and it's going to be for the baby, and that's it. 
Yep. And it's not, and it's really until the baby is a certain age. Because when the baby start getting a little too old, it's like, bitch, I'm not buying nothing for your child no more. Like, they grown. Like, they wiping their own ass, bitch. I'm not, we ain't, it's, it's over. The, that phase in your life is over. So, we're done. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'll send a text to your child on their iPad and be like, happy birthday. And that's it. They're not getting no more gifts. So, I don't even know how I got on this topic. Basically, just to say, I'm not spending no money. Don't ask me for no money. I'm not buying nobody no gifts. That bitch is not getting me $120 for me and moving right along. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. A smooth operator, I'm a smooth operator. It's time for TMZ. TMZ. Topics, baby. TMZ. Topics, baby. Topics from TMZ. All right, so time for TMZ Topics, baby. All right, the first thing up, President Biden, first pooch out of the White House amid Commander's biting spree. Oh, my God. President Biden's pooch, Commander, is in the doghouse. He's been booted from the White House and amid, excuse me, an alarming number of biting incidents. Oh, my God. The Biden's two-year-old German chef, not so, why you got a new dog, bitch? How you abiding and you old as fuck and you got a new dog? That's ba- that's a young dog. Dogs be crazy for the first three years of their life, really. They got too much motherfucking energy for the first three to five years of their life. Really three years. So, bitch, they crazy all their lives. But you can, like, dogs who are older, they're a little bit more like you can handle them. But young dogs, a two-year-old German Shepherd sounds like hell on earth if somebody says solomon you have two options right now in life you have to pick one and you got 30 seconds to pick it you either spend a lifetime in hell or you gotta spend spend a lifetime with a two-year-old german shepherd i said bitch i will go to hell i will gladly spend my days roasting in the forever flaming furnaces of hell i really would instead of dealing with no dog um He's been booted from the White House amid an alarming number of biting incidents. The Biden's two-year-old German Shepherd is reported to have chomped. (laughs) Reported to have chomped down on way more than the 11 incidents the Secret Service acknowledges. It said Commander is not only biting agents, but also folks who work around the White House and at the president. Bitch, you need to go be put down. I'm sorry. He need to be put down. Remember the White House press secretary says Commander was feeling stressed out of all the commotion. I don't really care if you're stressed, you got anxiety, you're depressed. Uh-uh, you are, you're not biting me. Bitch, you got to bite me once. Once. Bitch, you got to growl at me once. And I'm punching you in the throat. But if you bite me, bitch, you're getting put down immediately at before the sun sets that will be your last that this will be your last day on earth commander you gotta bite me once 
and we are taking your ass directly to the motherfucking bed or the pound or whatever the fuck they do it. I'm like, put this bitch, this fucking mongrel, put it down and put it down now. Yep. I know a lot of you guys love animals and I know a lot of y'all love dogs, but I'm letting y'all know one thing for sure and one thing for certain. If a dog bites me, put it down. And bitch, it ain't even got to be my dog. If a dog bite me, it's not even my dog. Oh, I'm calling the the pound, bitch. I'm calling whoever, the ACPCA, the human, humane system, whoever need to be, the police. I'm calling somebody, bitch. And I'm making sure that dog is put the fuck down. For real. Y'all think I'm probably going to be, I'm really harsh and that's really fucking insensitive. But what about my leg? And see, that's the problem with y'all. Y'all are the type of girls who be like, I love animals more than I love humans. Bitch, I don't fuck with a lot of humans, quiet as it's kept. But bitch, I'm not that girl who, who says that. I do, like, I love animals. I've said this before. I love animals. I really do, bitch. I want to take little old to a petting zoo soon. I found a new petting zoo that's close to the border. It seems going to be really cute because he's about to be two in December. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bitch, he's not at the age to really enjoy Disneyland. He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not going to go to the arcade or wherever the kids go now. He, petting zoo, you know? So I'm going to take him to the petting zoo because I really like, you know, I do like animals. But I'm not the person who thinks animals are better than humans. I don't think that. I do not. I actually value human life way more than animals and bitch if a dog bites me immediately put that bitch down i will campaign and i will try my hardest to make sure that your dog is put down and dead i'm serious and y'all could be mad about it that's fine you're entitled to your anger but if a dog bites me or anybody i know oh bitch death death okay all right, moving right along. What else? Les Mis oil protester storm stage. Stage five arrest in London. Don't really care. Move right along. Um, side note, I went to go see Les Miserables and this guy named Karam, bitch. I don't know what his name is anymore, but he was so fine. He is fine, bitch. He got a big forehead, but he's very, very fucking fine, bitch. And I went to go see him. And when I get to the musical, I, I I go in and bitch, he's out sick. So I wrote to the production company, if you guys don't know this, if someone is on the bill, if they're on, if it says like Les Miserables starring blah, 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 you know, if their name is on the bill, then Broadway law is like an unwritten law. You can write in to the the first write into the theater first and see if they can reissue you a ticket if not you have to write to the production company which you know you'll have to find out who the production company is and they can get that from the theater and you tell them be like hey i bought this ticket on the notion to go see so-and-so their name is on the bill and I would love for you to reissue me a ticket for another date for when that actor or actress is playing. And they have to do it. Yep. So I don't know if you guys are like Broadway heads or like whatever. But if you go to a show on Broadway in New York City, I don't know what it's like in London or anywhere else. But um, if you go, 
and let's say like okay let's say you want to go see funny girl with um what's that bitch name from glee um leah michelle geller what's her name <laughs> not michelle geller <laughs> Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, let me tell you something. Black folks gonna call you everything but your name. And it's just, it's not even trying to be rude. <laughs> but we just gonna call you everything but your name. But um, let's say you wanna go see Funny Girl with Leah Michelle. She's as the bill, she's billed on, you know, on the bill with her name on it. And she's driving sales. Like, she is the reason why people are going to go see Funny Girl. So, there are dates where she's not playing. But if you go to a date where she is playing and she's promoted to play and she calls out sick that day, honestly, they normally, if for, her, for her and that's that, they would just cancel the whole show because people would be upset. But um, what was it? If that happens, you can just call in and, you know, could write in. They'll reissue a ticket. They really will. So, I be, girl, it's I, one thing I don't be wasting. I be really about my little coinishes, bitch. All right. So, moving right along. Britney Spears, fans dance on Jamie Lynn's Dancing with the Stars grave. Karma is a bitch. What? Fans of Britney Spears are doing a lot of celebration now that her sister Jamie Lynn is off Dancing with the Stars with some even, even claiming her removal means they'll finally start watching. Bitch, I don't really care. Um, I can't believe she got eliminated so quickly. Oh, well. Um, Drew Barrymore, head writer, won't return for show. The damage is done. Drew Barrymore's actions during the writer's strike appear to have royally pissed off the top writer on her talk show because they're quitting, refusing to work when the show returns post-strike. A trio of co-head writers who worked on the Drew Barrymore show pre-strike have reportedly turned down offers to come back and work for her syndicated daytime program, which leave the, leaves the production in hurry-up mode to hire some new scribes. Um, these writers turning their back on Drew are Chelsea. Ooh, not them naming them. Ooh, damn, bitch. Not naming b b bitches. <laughs> Shit. These writers turning their backs on Drew are Chelsea White, Christina Kinnan and Liz Coe, and they've been working on <laughs> Drew Barrymore's show since season one. While the, the damn, they just really fucking use their names. <laughs> While the writer's strike was going on, however, they could be seen picketing outside CBS's New York City offices on multiple occasions. And when Drew announced she was prematurely bringing her show back before the strike was over, a couple of them openly expressed disappointment in their boss, echoing the backlash Drew received at large. Blah, 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 blah. Um, there's a video of Drew Barrymore crying on a camera. Drew Barrymore's house always look a mess. It always look a mess, bitch. It just looks um it just looks a mess. It's no like I fucks with Drew Barrymore. I saw something with Drew Barrymore recently. Oh, I watched Grey Gardens. It's an HBO original movie. You could watch it on HBO Max. Um, because when I was sick, I watched the the original Grey Gardens documentary. If you guys don't know what that is, please go watch it. And then I watched the follow-up documentary of Grey Gardens. And then I watched the movie Grey Gardens. And um, Drew Barrymore plays Little Edie. And Jessica Lange plays Big Edie. I love 
Jessica Lange. That's another white woman I love. Oh, I love her down. She, Jessica Lange also plays uh, the lady who got a lobotomy. I want to watch that too. Jessica Lange, lobotomy. Oh, Francis. Yes, 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 yes. She plays Francis Farmer, who famously got a lobotomy. When I was younger, I used to always like talk about like, oh, I wish I could get a lobotomy. A lobotomy is when they stick a, a little metal, basically like an ice picker almost, but like a little metal pick up your nose into your brain, in the front of your brain. And then it kind of, they swipe in front of your brain to kind of disconnect something and basically disconnect some sort of like cord or something like that. And then you're kind of like basically a vegetable almost. You're like, you have no feelings. You don't have any, like, you just be just like, you can, I think you can still like live your life. I think like, I feel like you could still actually, I don't know, but you just kind of no longer have any feelings. Like you, your frontal vortex or lobal, whatever shit, bitch. You just don't be feeling shit. So I was like, bitch, I cannot wait till I get older so I can get me a motherfucking lobotomy. But I think they outlawed them. Anyways, back to Drew and her nasty home. Um, <laughs> no, because why her home always looked like this? She got wallpaper on the on the ceiling. It's no shade. Like Drew Barrymore. I like I fucks with Drew Barrymore, you know. But it's just something about people who are super duper frumpy. Even though you could be clean. I just feel like you're dirty. Like, I just feel like you're soggy, you're sweaty. Like, every, every time I see Drew Barrymore, she always looks soggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she looks soggy. She looked like, sweaty. Like, she looks um, cl clammy. Clammy. That's really what... She looks like she's clammy. Like, she's just getting over the flu. <laughs> God damn. No, but she looked like she's just getting over the flu. Like, you know, like, she doesn't look well rested ever she never looks well kept or put together she doesn't look and then like people who are not i'm not saying you need to be perfect at all times clearly but people who i feel and this is not true but when i see people who are not you know who don't brush their hair like it's one thing to be walking around your head your head your your house looking crazy cool it's also another thing if you're about to just go run some errands and you ain't Cool, whatever. But I feel like if you're about to be on daytime television, if you're about to go on somebody else's talk show, if you're about to do any sort of anything, I feel like you got to brush your hair a little bit, you know, put some chapstick on, iron your clothes. <laughs> I'm not saying she walking around with wrinkly clothes, but that's what Drew be giving me, I feel. Like, she just be looking like she just got out of the flu like she just like she stayed home and was just sick all week and she looking a little contagious like she got a high viral load or something like drew don't ever just look like she just look like she's struggling it's always like she's on the verge of something not good you know like it's not like she's on the verge of like greatness it's always like she's on the verge of like she might fall apart any minute that's really what drew be giving me and i love drew down to the ground but it's just what it is um, but you know what's crazy is the girls, the three women who are not coming back, it's like, I don't know how to put it. I just feel 
I'm all for people who quit their job and stuff like that, if that's what you want to do. But I'm someone who I just feel... I think I also... Okay. I'm someone who wants to strike when the iron is hot. I'm someone who, if an opportunity arises, I need to take it. I'm someone who seizes the day. I'm not someone who... Like, I'm not thinking... I'm going to be able to do a podcast for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking I could be, clearly I didn't think I could be a, a songwriter for for too long, a producer for too long. Clearly I didn't think I could be a, a singer for too long. Like I just feel like there's an expiration date at some point in everyone's job. And I just feel like if you have the opportunity to work, you need to work. You know? Like I I never think like, oh, there's more, there's more jobs for me. I can I can quit this one because it doesn't feel good to me. It's not the right fit. Mm, I'm just gonna just, you know, I don't wanna do this anymore. They're not treating me well. I'm gonna, there's somebody else better for me. And it's like, girl, sometimes it ain't. You know what I'm saying? Not saying to be miserable, not saying don't stand up for what you are, what, what your worth and stuff, but it's like, bitch. I don't know. Like, I just be like, yeah, it sucks that Drew was like, oh, bitch, we got to get back onto the show. But you know what? Like, I know the girls were really mad when Drew did that, but it's like, bitch, Drew got bills to pay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it sucks because it's like, damn, your boss ain't really standing standing with you. Now, here's the thing. Drew probably, like, all these other people, this is one thing. People will, like, your boss, like, who you think they got your back, they never, they don't. They all, they have to, they, the, the people they care about is their kids, their bills, their family. They're going to tell you, yeah, bitch, I, you know, I, this is a family. We are, you know, in this together. I care for you. Your concerns are my concerns. Bullshit. Drew got bills to pay. And Drew's bills seem like she probably got some crazy bills. She do. I know her lawyer lawyer fees are hot. Like, she got bills. So she was probably looking at this shit like, bitch, I need to get back to work. And I don't fucking blame Drew. You know, it's all cute. I'm I'll y'all what y'all y'all decided to go on strike, bitch. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm glad y'all are doing something that's affecting my coinishas. That fucking sucks. Bitch, I gotta get back to work. So I don't blame her. Yeah. The perfect situation would be someone who didn't and, you know, waited for the strike to be over. But, bitch, I got to get back to work. Like, I have bills to pay. I don't know if Drew got no kids. Let me see. Drew, bury more kids. Oh, she do, bitch. Damn. She got Olive, who's 11, and Frankie, who's 9. I hope Frankie is a girl because I love girls with the name Frankie. It's so cute. And Olive is such a pretty name, too. Oh, that's such a cute little bitch. She married to a lesbian. Oh no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Drew. Drew got kids, bitch. She got kids. All right. She got kids. She got. She got work. She got bills, bitch. Get out of here. So. And I can't imagine for those three women who don't want to go back to work, like. 
your life wasn't, and it couldn't be like hard. It wasn't like she's fucking Ellen or like you're going into work with someone. I feel like Drew would be an easy person to work with. I feel like just working for somebody like Kris Jenner would be annoying. Working with someone like Card, um, Kim Kardashian would be annoying. Working for somebody like me would be annoying. Working for Oprah Winfrey, annoying. I can't imagine going to work day in, day out, working for Drew Barrymore, and it's, like, hard. She seems like she would be an easy person to work with. Bitch, I would not be getting rid of my job with her. It couldn't be that bad. But, you know, good luck to them. Anyways, moving right along. Um, I don't know who that person is. Don't know who that person is. Um <sighs> Donald Trump falls off Forbes' richest list. Hmm. Donald Trump has found himself... I don't really care. Moving right along. Side note, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I miss Donald Trump. He says something about Taylor Swift's um, boyfriend. I guess she's dating some. I don't know. And he said something that was his fucking hysterical. He said, I need to find it, bitch. No, I need to find it. Let me see. Donald Trump, um, Taylor Swift. Here it is. Donald Trump shares his thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's rumored romance. He said, I wish, <laughs> this is so funny. I wish the best for them. I hope they enjoy their life. Maybe together. Maybe not. Most likely not. <laughs> Yo, this man is funny. That is so funny. Like, how do you wish somebody well, but then, like, shit on them at the same time? This shit is fun. I wish the best for both of them. I hope they enjoy their life. Maybe together? Maybe not. Most likely not. Like, <laughs> who fuck? Donald is funny. He really is. And I'm not saying I want him as my president, but, like, I just miss him being on... Twitter, like, I miss those fun, like, it's, he said some really shitty things, but it's like, sometimes he be saying stuff that be just so fucking, because it's so ridiculous. You know, I really enjoy, I, I miss it sometimes, guys, I really do. Um, I Does he have anything to say about not being on the richest list? No, no, I would love to see his response to that. That would be funny. Anyways, moving right along. Michael Jackson estate settles dispute over alleged $1 million stolen property. Hmm. Michael Jackson's estate is no longer beefing with a man who allegedly stole $1 million worth of Michael MJ's property from the late singer's Carolwood estate. The parties just told the court there's a settlement. Um, I don't really care. Move right along. Um, can you imagine me having like a talk show where I talk about like, you know, hot topics and literally in the middle of me like reporting the news i'm like mm, i don't really care what else <laughs> honestly like that would be funny actually can you imagine if wendy williams like mm, don't really care move right along um let's see black pink lisa i don't know who that is move right along um oh oh why am I laughing? Kevin Spacey rushed to hospital fear of heart attack. Oh, wow. Anyways, moving right along. What else? Kim and Croy tempers flare as police intervene. Croy barricades himself in the bedroom during fight. What the fuck? Over here, can you do us a favor? Yes. 
He opens that door. Will you please not create and exacerbate the issue or create another issue? You, can you go in, get whatever you need, and then come back out without causing another issue? Well, then I can't help you. Sir, it's hard for me to hear. We can't hurt. We can't really force one way or the other. So. Bitch, not. Wait, what is going on? Um, oh, I might need to watch this. This looks good, bitch. We've obtained the body cam footage. How? As well as the 911 call from an incident in late August when Kim claimed she was unable to get into her bedroom to retrieve her personal belongings and her medication. Oh, this is crazy. Anyways, move right along. <sighs> Sexy Red, Trump is the hood's president. Get him back in office. <laughs> Sexy Red wants former President Donald Trump back in office for numerous reasons, and she's claiming the hood agrees with her. <laughs> the Poundtown rapper officially endorses Trump on Theo Vaughn's This Past Weekend podcast. She even gave the ex-POTUS for previous bl blast forgave him for previous blasts of racism and misogyny. Oh my lord. Do you think more people are going to support Trump now and in the like hood Trump. or no? Yeah, they support him in the hood. Because at first, I don't think uh, people was fucking with him like they thought he was racist, saying little shit, and you know, against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people their free money, Oh, uh, baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office. Yeah, that, uh, a little bit of free money goes a long way. We huh? need him back. Yeah. baby, them <laughs> we, checks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, them stimulus checks, Trump. We miss you. That's like, whoa, Vicky. She's always talking about Trump. You see her ever? I like Trump. No, I ain't never seen whoa, Vicky. She's funny. She's I love Trump, though. He's funny to me. Like, I used to watch his interviews. Not interviews, like... Him talking to people. He used to be calling people fat. Yeah. <laughs> he just follows he, he funny. Like... We're we need to... people like him. No, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. President Trump. This is a new headline. Um, not. Hold on. I, it just literally says President Trump fat shames one of his supporters. Hold on. That guy's got a serious weight problem. Go home. Start exercising. <laughs> Get him out of here, please. <laughs> Got a bigger problem than I do. <laughs> Got a bigger problem than all of us. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. I guess this was from 20, his 2020 um, thing. Oh, my God. How did I miss that? Anyways, um... A sexy red's kind of right. I know the girls once when Trump was giving the girls some stimuluses, bitch. The girls was eating good, bitch. There was like I used to say, there is not a crab leg left in the sea. Them stimulus checks was coming in handy for the girls, and I'm you know, me, I used to joke about this because me and Serene be like, bitch, sales are through the fucking roof. She said every time there's a stimulus check, the sales be high, and I'm like. Wow, you're right. And then I was like, no, you know. But then it was true. Them stimulus checks, bitch, was hitting. When I did my accounting for 2021, bitch, girl, 2020 and 2021, bitch, sales was through the motherfucking roof. Yeah, I mean, Trump was really that girl. I definitely don't want him in office. I think he's a fucking moron, but 
he's definitely fucking entertaining, bitch. And honestly, yeah, bitch, like, honestly, just Biden over here, bitch, Biden posted something a few days ago. And I get it. It's just one thing of many things that he's posted. But he was like, we need to work hard. We're working hard to work with people like Ticketmaster to um, make their fees more visible. So it's not whatever, bitch, for concert goers and blah, blah, blah. I said, bitch, get this gas down. Okay. Get run of a, a stimulus. Anyway, should we do one more? Because I'm kind of over TMZ. Tupac murder suspect. Don't really care, bitch. Don't really care. Um, Let me see. BET Hip Hop Awards. Behind the scenes party with Fat Joe and Boozy. Um, I don't really care. Don't really care. Um, Yeah, I think I don't really care, guys. I think I'm just going to move it right along maybe let me go to the next page maybe there's something good janelle evans who is that child i don't even know bitch i don't even know um hmm travis kelsey i don't know who that oh that's taylor's man don't really care about that white woman jamie lynn spears booted from dancing with the stars we don't care yeah girl i don't really think i care about morgan state university five people shot on campus oh my god manhunt underway for at least one gunman well my fucking um recorder just turned off so that is really the the universe saying bitch move it right along so on that note move right along so we don't have um any new um, listener letters or updates this week. So I'm just going to go on to a little bit, bit of beef. And honestly, it's really nothing too wild and crazy. I just feel I need to, we need to stand together, guys. We need to join for, forces and we need to fight back. It is time to fight back. It is time to stand our ground. You know, so much t has really changed in the world. And, um, we just, things are not what it used to be. This country is not what it used to be. We need to fight and really stand for what we believe in. And what I'm talking about is the girls such as barbers and stylists and personal trainers and all these, you know, I don't want to say one-off people, but like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like people who work like that. I don't know what it's called. What do they call like independent contractors or something like that? Like, they're getting out of control with what they're demanding and asking for. I shouldn't pay $65 to go see my barber when I'm only getting a low skin fade. Bitch, it only, I don't even cut the top of my hair. I, don't, I literally just do my sideburns in the back. Barely the back, if that. I literally just cut my sideburns. I shouldn't pay you $65 to do that. I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I'm not joking. I really do not think I need to spend, give you $65. I'll give you $20. I'll, I'll give you $20. But I'm not giving you $65. Is that what you want? Mm. Well, guess what? You're never going to get it. Yeah. Um. The, like, stylists are getting out of control. My mom was like, she signed up for something. I said, lady, get off the internet, child. She signed up for some, I think it was like, 
cool sculpt or some shit like that. And it was like, come in for some, I don't know, child. And they were like, well, if you don't come in for your appointment, we're going to have to charge you a cancellation fee. So <laughs> it's not funny. But my mom literally was like, well, guess what? You're never going to get it. Um, but my mom showed up and she showed up to the thing and she said, hi, I'm here, but I wanted to let you know, like, I'm not doing this, but I want to show up and I want you to see my face that like, they said, if I don't show up, I'm, um, gonna have to pay a so-and-so. And she was like, I don't want you to know you're never going to get it. I'm like, lady, you could have just stayed home. They don't have your card on file, but it's like, they were going to charge my mom a hundred dollar cancellation fee. And I'm like, bitch. $100? First off, you're not charging my mom $100. Bitch, I will beat you the fuck up. I will literally beat you smooth the fuck on up for playing my mama's money like that. Because that money is going to her grandbaby. Okay? That's, that's, that's $100. That's two onesies. That's really, that's one good onesie. But that's two onesies. Okay? So, you fucking around. You Fucking around with my mama, and now you fucking around with my child, and I'm going to beat you the fuck on up. Um, but it's like, people are just getting out of control with, like, these fees and, like, cancellation things and keeping it super strict. And I get it because people fuck people over. But it's like, I'm not that girl, and I just feel like I don't want to pay those things. I don't want to pay. I'm not paying you $120 to be on the phone for five minutes. I'm not. For, for what? So you could read me my fucking results for an ultrasound that I already paid 400 and something dollars on? You're, you don't deserve $120 for a five-minute phone call. You don't. And you're not getting it from me. You don't deserve $65 to cut my sideburns. You're not getting it from me. You don't deserve $355 to cut the top of my head. You're not getting it from me. You know, I pay Concha and I pay her good. I pay her double the amount that she charges me. Because she deserves, she actually fucking deserves it. But you want to know what's crazy about Concha? Concha charging the girls regular cleaning fees. You hear me? She charging regular, like, cleaning fees. She ain't charging, like, the girls be like, well, you know, I charge $90 an hour. Bitch, did I tell you about this white lady who stole $90 an hour from me? I think I did. I'm going to say it again. This white lady, fuck her, sweet lady. Loved her. I actually enjoyed talking to her. But she came over. And it's my fault because I didn't look at the hourly rate on TaskRabbit. She charged $91. I don't even want to open up the app because I can give you the exact number. But it was $91 an hour. Plus, I think there was a convenience fee of like 20 it, Long story short, it was like $120 an hour. This lady was at my house. I don't even know how much. But I just know I looked at that bill and it was like hundreds of dollars. I mean, I'm talking about like... 800 maybe like 600 700 that i gave her to fucking organize my kitchen cabinets white lady get the fuck out of here i'm not get, 91 dollars greg 91 you you woke your white ass up and really was like bitch i deserve 91 fucking dollar and you know what bitch you you could feel like you deserve a million dollars an hour and you could that could be your worth bitch it's not coming for me I, I was booboo the fool. She said, oh, I'll, um, I'll keep the, the task open so we can keep continuously working. She hit me up. She said, what's going on? You don't want to work with me anymore? I said, no, not for 91. I'm not paying you $91. Get out of here. Are you fucking crazy? 
But girls are getting out of fucking control. Like, who are you? You need to charge regular, regular pricing. This one lady was like, oh, I charge $300 to clean your house. I said, bitch, no. This one, I lived in a small apartment. A small apartment. And I, would, I don't even want to say it was a two-bedroom apartment because it was really, a, it was a two-bedroom apartment. But I didn't use the second bedroom. The second bedroom was just like where I ran my office stuff and like packaged orders. So I was like, girl, I'm not paying you $300-something plus a tip to clean this one-bedroom-ass apartment. It's never going to happen. Y'all got me fucked up. Like, gas is way too expensive right now. I spent $75 on some goddamn groceries. Some No, not groceries. Vegetables, bitch. That's all I did. Bought vegetables. I bought onions. Fuck, I can't even remember what I bought. Bell peppers. I know I bought strawberries and blueberries. Anyways, it was $75. And you want to know what? Yesterday I went to McDonald's. I broke my diet. I went to McDonald's because they had a Big Mac meal for six fucking dollars, bitch. And bitch, I ate good. I ate good. I showed in. I ate motherfucking good for six dollars. Cause, cause, cause McDonald's know what's up. McDonald's knows what's up. They know. They keeping them the, the, now, bitch. Remember when them little cheeseburgers used to be thirty nine cent? <laughs> You're like, bitch, no, I don't. Bitch, how old are you? <laughs> Them cheeseburgers, they used to run a little something. They they used to be 39 cents for a cheeseburger, bitch. Ooh, we used to go down and order like 40 cheeseburgers. <laughs> Ooh, I would tear them cheeseburgers up. Ooh, and honestly, they used to taste better. The little 39 cent cheeseburgers used to taste way more lit. But it's like, now, them little cheeseburgers is like $4.99. I said, bitch, since the fuck win McDonald's. But you know, McDonald's do come in clutch with that motherfucking app. If y'all know what I'm talking about, y'all know what I'm talking about. They had that little $6 fucking, um, what's it, what's it called? Big Mac meal. So, bitch, let me tell you, it was an order. You had to order it online or order it for pickup or something like that. So, I did that, placed my order, and I ate it in the, dry, ate it in the driveway, bitch, because I was like... <laughs> Uh, my fucking mic just keeps coming out. Ugh. Anyways, I bought a new mic for our podcast um, next week. So I'm not going to do with this janky-ass shit anymore. Whack. Anyways, bitch, what was I fucking talking about? Oh, bitch. So, so I was still hungry. And so I went into the app, McDonald's app. And they had a double cheeseburger. So you buy one double cheeseburger, you get the second one, 29 cents. Or you could buy... Or, or, or six-piece chicken nugget. So, ooh, I should have got the chick, six-piece chicken nugget because then, because I didn't eat the the extra burger because the girls, the, the cats, <laughs> they love chicken nuggets. Ooh, they love, the funny thing is my cats are such picky eaters. Like, you know how, like, when you have a dog, like, whenever I had a dog, you... Can give like you can give a dog anything. You can give a dog a piece of bread, a fucking piece of celery. That dog, that mongrel is going to eat it up. Like they just eat shit. They just eat all. They just it doesn't. They don't even care. You know. One time I had one of my medications, my, a pill fall to the ground, and my dog ate it. And I was like, "You dumb idiot!" Like it's a fucking pill, stupid. So I when I got cats, I was thinking everything I thought dogs would be like cats or not. I gave um. I'd be like, oh, girl, you want some of this? You want some of that? Nope. They don't fuck with nothing. They don't They don't eat human food. They just don't fuck with it. 
And I mean, they like their little cat treats. You know, they like, they eat tuna, like their tuna wet food, but <clears throat> they don't eat like human food. The only human food that they like are chicken McNuggets from McDonald's. And they like, like, you know, chicken, like, you know, regular chicken. If I have like <laughs> El Pollo Loco, <laughs> you know what, it, what I, how I train my cats, I'm going on a tangent, but I train my cats to like, you know, come here, sit down, you know, stuff like that. That's all I can train my cats to really do. They know how to sit. If I tell them to sit, they, they will sit. If I call, call them, they'll come, come. Billy knows her name. She'll, if I call her, she'll, she'll come running down. Ryan knows her name. Um, what else? They mine too. They mine real well because there was a fly in my house yesterday. Um, and whenever a fly is in the house, they it is like Disneyland for them. They are just they are just running around the house, just spiraling. And I looked, and Ryan and Billy was on top of my um my TV dresser thing, like the, where my little console and they're not supposed to be up there. They ain't supposed to be on my kitchen counter. They ain't supposed to be on any like high things, like any high counters or nothing like that. No nightstands, no dining room table, none of that. So she was on it and I literally just looked at her and she knew, bitch, let me get off. This man is going to start losing it. And they, they, they mind, they are good cats. I know I be really eating up the dogs and stuff like that, but it's like my cats are very good cats. And I hate when the girls be like, oh, my cats are good. My pets are good. But mine are really, really fucking good. You know what was really sweet? When I was um in when I was sick this weekend, they did not leave my side. And normally, like Billy, she at night, bitch, she comes alive. She is a lady of the night, honey. Ooh, Billy is a lady of the night, bitch. She will roam the house all night long. The minute it gets dark, bitch, she's roaming that house. And I got three three stories in my home. So the 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 very bottom, the first story is where their litter boxes are and like a cat tree and whatever, but it's dark as fuck down there. It's like basically a basement, bitch. And she be down. She be down there. I be all the way on the third floor in my bed, and I'll come down to the kitchen to go get some juice or whatever. And I, I mean, like I know this heifer ain't let, sitting up in the the dark downstairs in the basement. And sure enough, she is. She just be, she roams. She's just roams at night. And Ryan, the minute I get in bed at night. She's in bed with me. She's in bed with me. That is my little cuddle buddy. We are watching TV together. She is like curled up. She likes to be underneath my arm. She likes to just, she's a cuddle girl. And then when I go to sleep, she'll stay in bed with me next to me for like, mm, maybe like 30 minutes or whatever. And then she's out. She's gone. She's gone. She, no, she'll stay there for a little bit. But when the sun starts to come up, oh, honey. Ryan, she said, I need to go. That's when she comes alive. She's like, the sun is out. So she's out. She's downstairs just roaming. Meanwhile, when the sun comes up, that's when Billy retreats and gets in my bed. And she sleeps with me until my my ass wakes up at 1 p.m. And it's the it's the wildest thing to see because they're so opposite. But needless to say, 
um, I know my cats. I know like what they doing at what time of day. I know where they gonna be at. You know, if if it's like 4 p.m., I know where one of them's at. I know what the other ones do. Like I just know their sketch, like their their habits. And so when I was sick, bitch, they did not leave my side at all. They stayed in bed with me the whole time. And I was like, y'all can go downstairs and play. Like, y'all can do something. Like, bitch, y'all don't got to be just look, sitting up, up under me, looking at me. And it wasn't even like Billy was looking. She just made sure she was in the room the whole time. Like, she just, you know, slept by the bed, at the foot of the bed. Like, she just did not leave my side. And I thought it was so cute because they're probably used to me never being in bed. Like, I go to bed to just sleep, and that is it. Like, I'm not someone who can sit in a bed and watch TV. I just can't do it. So that was really cute. What was I talking about? McDonald's. What was I talking about before that? Um, Everything being expensive. Yeah, that's really my beef, bitch. Like, I just feel like things are super fucking expensive. And it's just, they don't need to be like that. And we need to start, honestly fighting against people and standing up for ourselves and our rights, we need to start letting people know, like, I'm not paying you a, a cancellation fee. I'm not paying you, bitch, fucking Cox Communication, my internet people, they also do cable. Bitch, they, they were like, oh, you know, this is your locked-in rate and you can't change it for the next 24 months. I said, baby, let me tell you one thing for sure and one thing for certain, bitch. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I want you to know this. And I want you to be very understanding. If it gets to the point where I don't want to pay this bill, guess what? I'm not going to pay it. I'm never going to pay it. Is that what you want? Well, guess what? Because it's never going to happen. This lady, and I really shouldn't say this publicly, but allegedly years ago, we got into like a bumper bumper fender bender or something. And this dumb bitch, no, see, this is what the fuck really fucking happened. I okay, first off, I'm young. I was young, okay? I'm not like this anymore. I'm 36. I'm trying to be mature. I'm about to be a dad. I'm not doing shit like this. But I used to drive not reckless, but I used to drive fast. So I was on they ass. I'm not, I mean, I probably I don't think I was really on their ass, but I was like, you know, just kind of driving close, too close in a residential, right? And I was going too fast in a residential. I'll say that, allegedly. Um, and that the the husband, or no, no, the wife was like, oh, um, she like brake checked me, like no. So she let she got to the stop sign, and the minute she took off. From the, she left the stop sign. She accelerated to cross the street. And then she fucking, like, within two seconds, she stopped. Just to kind of be like, you know, stop. Don't try to run up on this red line. I mean, this stop sign so quick. And I hit her a little bit. She gonna talk about some, oh, um, brain damage and some other shit. And they tried for years, for years, you guys, to get me to pay. And I told him, I said, I'm letting you know now. And I told them in, in person, I said, I'm not paying you shit. I'm not. You better take the little hundred dollars. I don't know how much my insurance gave them, but they didn't give them. My insurance didn't give them shit, really. They gave them like a hundred dollars, like a, a Applebee's gift certificate, baby. And I was basically, I was like, tell them, take this 
because you're not getting anything from me. They're like, oh, well, they want this much money. It's never going to happen. Is that what you want? Well, guess what? It's never going to happen. And I told him um, their insurance people were going back and forth for years. And then my insurance people were like, please, Solomon, can you please agree to pay this much? They dropped it down. And she was going back and forth trying to get CAT scans. And she was saying how, like, um, her daughter, who wasn't even in the goddamn fucking car, her daughter has, like, post-traumatic stress because she's afraid her mom's going to be in a car accident. I said, bitch, y'all you, wasn't even in a car accident, bitch. And she, the car, the crazy thing is the, the bumper didn't have no scratches, no dents, nothing. Not even my car nor hers. And then the husband was like, just, just, it was just really fucking ridiculous. And I knew what it was like, bitch. Now, if I don't ran up in your ass and really fucking your airbags popped out like this lady I saw a couple days ago, it's not funny, but, um, I was like, damn bitch. Like she was, um, somebody ran a red light and they hit her and I was like, damn. And the dog was in the front seat too. Um, big ass dog too. And the uh, the airbags deployed. Now I can see that I'd be like, "All right, bitch, I'm at fault." But bitch, I'm not giving you your your money. And the fact that they were trying to milk me of it pissed me off even more. So my insurance was like, "Can we please settle this? Can we sit, please?" I said, "I want you to know for certain, I'm never settling, and I'm not giving them one red cent. It's never going to happen. We could we could we could draw this out." Till I'm um, for years to come. It's I'm never giving them anything. And I want you to know it's never going to happen. So it was going on for years and years and years. And then finally, they got fed up and their insurance people called me and was like, what's the fucking hold up, Solomon? Like, what's going on? I said, no, I don't, there is no hold up. The only hold up is with y'all. Y'all need to come to a conclusion that you're never going to get any money. So I don't know what the holdup is. I already told you guys what my terms are, and my terms are zero dollars. So, so you're never gonna get it. They were so pissed. And guess what? The the thing is closed. The insurance claim is closed. And guess how much I paid them, people? Zero dollars and zero cents. Like I said, I'm not giving you that much money, bitch. Get the fuck on out of here. So I just feel like. <laughs> We're just in a place where things are super duper fucking expensive and we just need to fight and just tell these people we're not paying it. We're not paying your cancellation fees. We're not we're not doing it. And I just really employ and and would hope that you guys would join me in these forces to really stand up for these things. Like when you go to your barber and you find out that your barber is no longer $20 and they're $65, stand up. Say no. You know, surprise fees, say no. You're not going to get it. What, what happened recently? No, that was on TikTok. Like, mm -mm, there was this lady who got her, her dinner bill or whatever. Like, so, you know, like sometimes you can order like mostly seafood where we're like, oh, market, market pricing or market, whatever like the market is for like lobster or whatever. Now, they be like, oh, girl, we can't tell you till the bill comes. You need to tell me 
You, now, I used to play those games years ago. I'm like, I don't really care. I don't really care. No, now I do. Now I do. You need to tell me. I still want the lobster, so don't tell me like, oh, girl, well, then don't order it. No, I'm ordering it, bitch. And you're going to cook it up and, and serve it delicious and hot with some butter, too. I want that motherfucking lobster tail, bitch. But you're going to tell me the price before I, I send the order into the kitchen. Because you're not coming back to me with no $150 price tag, bitch. Because that's when how I got gooped one time. <laughs> Me and Serena's mom went out to dinner and we ordered, it was like a seafood, it wasn't even like a seafood platter, bitch. It was like, it was like some like chef's, not a chef special, but it was like some shit where it was like a lobster tail, like two lobster tails, basically some like maybe a crab leg or some shit, bitch. I don't know. It wasn't like anything crazy. And we ordered, we ordered it, bitch. It was $700. I'm not joking, bitch. $700. And no, no, the bill was $700. But we did have, um, I had two martinis and she had two martinis. But bitch, two, four martinis and one share little lobster thing, bitch, that shouldn't be nobody $700. So I was like, well, bitch, how much was this fucking chef special thing? And they were like, oh, it was like $620 or whatever. I said, y'all need to, I'm going to pay this. You know what I'm saying? But y'all need to start telling people how much this shit is. You know, good and goddamn well, this is some crazy ass shit. And if you, if I had the a right mind on me right now and not two martinis deep and being slightly drunk... If I wasn't drunk, bitch, I would literally talk, look you in your fi face and be like, bitch, I'm not paying it. What you going to do? Call the cops. Because I'll sit in jail for a night. But guess what? When I come out in the morning, guess what? I didn't pay that $600. I'll pay for the martinis. Put, keep that on my tab. But the, the lobster stuff, not paying for it. Sorry. And that's where I'm at right now in my life. That's where I'm at. I'm going to still order it, but you got to run me that price first. I'm not paying for... That's the thing. It's like, I just feel like... And I'm I'm, I'm going to be done. I'm going to move on. But you ever... There's this analogy about a frog in a boiling water to where when you put a frog in water, in like a pot, you put it on the stove, you turn the stove on, the frog is going to be in the water and the more the, the water is going to heat up and heat up and heat up and heat up. And he, he's gonna, the frog is going to get acclimated to the water. And he's going to just become so acclimated to the heat. Eventually, it's going to boil and he's going to boil to death. But he's not going to be cognizant of the fact that, I mean, he will, bitch, because it's fucking boiling water. So it's not the best analogy. But you know what I'm saying? Like you, when you stay in a situation where things are increasing, 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 you don't realize it. It's like little bits here and there until all of a sudden... Bitch, you're boiling. All of a sudden, bitch, all your money's gone. All of a sudden, bitch, every, gas is $8. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, <clears throat> vegetables are $75. All of a, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I have to stop. Like I told you guys a few weeks ago, I didn't, I'm not paying for Hulu, bitch. Y'all said, oh, they were like, oh, we're increasing the price $2. I said, well, then that means I'm going to cancel because y'all not going to slowly increase these prices on me i can't do it and i refuse i have to put my fucking foot down and it's not about like oh you have all this you have the money you can afford it it's not about can i afford it i don't want to give you that 
You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give you $65 to cut my fucking sideburns. You know what I'm saying? You didn't feather out my hair. You didn't cut the top. You didn't do anything else. You just cut my fucking sideburns. You didn't edge me up because I don't like edge ups because I don't, I don't think that looks good on me, on me, on me personally. Some people it looks great on for them. I do not like strong lines on hairlines at the fuck all. It needs to be natural. Anyways, so I'm not paying. I don't think I want to pay. I deserve. I don't think I should pay you $65 and you don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? $120 for a phone call. You don't deserve. I'm not. I don't want to pay that. It's bad enough. I got to pay expensive money on everything else. The things I cannot fucking change. These are things that I can really change. And I know the girls will be like, oh, well, bitch, then you don't need to get your hair cut every week. Bitch, I don't even get my hair cut every week anymore. I've really been going two, two to three weeks without getting my hair cut. I'm going to the barber. And I'm a bitch who used to go every four to five days. When it was like $15 in, you know, the Dominican spot. When it was $15, bitch, I would go every four to five days, bitch, for sure. But... At $65, I can't do it. And, like, it makes me wonder, like, people, okay, and I am really need to be done, but, like, people be really, I'm really understanding not everybody is a great business owner. And I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm I'm good, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm not really trying to toot my own horn. I'm really good when it comes to business. Not everybody has that. I think, honestly, being a good businessman is a talent. Um, I know people think it's a skill. I don't think it's a skill. I think it's a talent. I'll be honest. I do think it is a talent. I think it's something you cannot learn at school. I don't think you can learn this by reading a book. I don't think you can learn this by... Um, YouTube videos and tutorials and and courses and shit. I don't think you can. Not everybody is a good business person and they don't know how to operate and to really, I don't want to say squeeze a dollar out of 15 cents, but bitch, how can I put it? Being a business owner and being able to create an income for yourself is a talent and it's not easy. So if you're able to, even if you, bitch, even if you can just get a regular salary, you, that's amazing work. If you can get hundreds of thousands of dollars, amazing work. If you can make millions of dollars, amazing work. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you can make money and keep it steady and you can, that is your source of income, bitch, amazing work. And not everybody can do that. And I'm, I'm not a firm believer in, you know, let's say, oh, we'll do five, we'll do haircuts for $5 because if we get a bunch of people to do our haircuts, we'll make more money. No, because a lot of things you have to think about your time. You think a half, you know what I'm saying? Like you can physically cannot do a bunch of haircuts at $5, you know, but 65 is too high. You know what I'm saying? Because then a client like me, a bitch who gets their haircut, Four to five, every four to five days, I'm not paying you $65 every four to five days. It's not in my budget. I can't do it. And everybody has a budget. Everybody should have a budget. 
That's one thing my dad told me for years. He said, you need to always have a budget. It don't matter if you make a lot of money, if you make a little bit of money, it don't matter if you from check to check, everybody needs a goddamn budget. That's not part of my budget for hair. Now I'm not saying $15, but bitch, if you, if you, if you're okay, if you're only doing my, my sideburns, let's say $30, let's say you're charging me $30. Do I want to give you $30 every four to five days? No. Will I? Yes. Cause it's 30 bucks. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather feel good, look good, have a fresh, you know, sideburns, and I look okay and 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 more handsome and more kind. So yeah, I'll give you the little $30. I don't want to, but I will. But if you say, bitch, $50, you're you it's too high. I'll see you in two weeks. When you say $65, I'll see you in three weeks. You're losing money. You know what I'm saying? And everybody I know be like has said the same thing. They're like, bitch, I used to get go to my um barber. He said some some people are like, bitch, I used to go like every other day just for a lineup. Cause you know, your hair grows like in two days. Like you can see the lineup. I don't do lineups. But they be like, he has to go like every other day after work. They're like, I can't do that anymore. He said, I have to wait for a full haircut. I'm like, yeah, bitch, like who has money like that like you got $65 every every day every every week bitch I can't I can't give you $65 how much is 65 plus you got to tip the bitch shit let's say you give them a $15 tip what's that 70 80 80 times 4 bitch that's $320 $320 I'm giving you a month just to do my sideburns Great idea, wrong girl. We need to stand up and revolt, guys. We really do. And I pray that we can join and be diligent and steadfast. We need to go on strike. That's really what it is, bitch. We need to go on strike. No, honestly, we do. We need to go on strike. We need to go back to the old prices. And... That's really all I really want to share. So please join me on our efforts to really combat this bullshit and move right along. All right. So that concludes this episode. Um, final thoughts. Floss your teeth. I would say floss your teeth. That's a really good. No, because there's a lot of dental things that are tied directly to your heart. And I just feel like the girls need to floss more. Um, I will say having veneers is very hard. It is very hard because it's hard to floss. So, and I feel like I floss more now than I've ever done in my life. So just be sure to floss. What else? Um, exfoliate your skin two to three times a week. Um, I would say you could use the Coochie Clorox on your face, which I don't know why I've been saying this literally for months, but people ask me every day, can I use this on my face? Yes. Like it's almost to the point where I feel like I need to rename the product, but you could use the Coochie Clorox on your face. In fact, I've been using it and it's really helped my hyperpigmentation a lot. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess. Oh, I know this is the end of the show, but, um, 
the there's a bunch of damages that I have. I I was gonna do it today, but bitch, I'm tired. I'm gonna just go to bed. Um, but there's damages. So, <sighs> excuse me. <clears throat> For Star Ray Beauty, there's damages, meaning like. Um, the box is damaged. There might be slight leaking, um, like a bottle kind of leaked out in transit. Like when it goes into the, like the face wash bottles, when they travel in air, something about the combustion or like the air pressure makes some of the bottles combust a little. And so sometimes the little ceiling, some, I mean, the seal, seal on it bust open. So a little bit of the product comes out. But that's very few and far between. But most of the damages are all um, like box dents. Some of the plastic is ripped. Stuff like that. So there's some damages for the face wash, <clears throat> the collagen serum, just a bunch of damages. So I'm going to add the damages to the, the website. And the only reason why I'm doing that is because y'all have been like, bitch, I need a large bottle of the face wash. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, damn, bitch, I use the damages. Like, I don't pull from regular inventory i pull from damages and those are what that's what i use so i was like damn bitch like if y'all only knew like y'all could use this like if you you know if you need it that bad like you could use it it's nothing wrong with it it's the whole it's the same product it's just the box is dent got a dent in it um the product hasn't changed or anything like that so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna put the damages up on sorrybeauty.com and I'm going to have a section just called damages and when things sell out it you know it's done but there you can buy things that are discounted and it will be final sale but um it'll be discounted so I will be adding that I'll do it tomorrow bitch because I'm tired I'm supposed to I was supposed to make some paella with noodles but it's called fideo um fideo or whatever it's called like that Spanish noodle whatever i was gonna make that today but bitch i'm tired i'm about to really pop me an ibuprofen and go lay my burdens down by the riverside um what else i wish i could find something good on tv to watch i really wish they had <sighs> xena warrior princess on streaming i've been watching what is it called? True Blood. And honestly, it got better. Once you get over like the corniness of it, the bad acting, the bad writing, <laughs> not when you get over like the main things of it that make a television show good. Once you get over all of that, it's actually somewhat entertaining. Um, <laughs> so I've been actually watching that. Um, yeah, that's it. So please head over to sorrybeauty.com and if you want to buy any of the damages. Um, what else, what else, what else? There's about like 200 and something Coochie Cloroxes left, so not many left. Um, and look out for the pre-order for the holiday gift set. And aside from that, bitch, oh, and Monday, be sure to check out Tia and I's new podcast called Life in Progress, where we just talk about everything that we're going through, um, which will be super, it'll be good because a lot of you guys are asking not like you guys are asking like the same questions, but good questions. You know what I'm saying? Like ever like questions that I'd be forgetting people have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people be like, even my cousins and be they be like, "Where's the baby gonna live?" I said, "Bitch, my house." You know what I'm saying? Like my house. 
<laughs> like, that's the reason why I moved in this bitch. Because I have, I I needed extra bedrooms. I needed space. Like, my house. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But it's it, that's a fair question. That's a fair thing to, like, want to know. Um, but people want to know, like, just all sorts of things. And I think because I'm so knee-deep in it, it, do it doesn't cross my mind. But, um, yeah, so we'll be talking about a lot of those things um, in this new podcast and documenting so many other things as well. So feel free to listen to that called Life in Progress. And that will debut hopefully on Monday. And aside from that... That's it. So take care of yourself and each other. Bye. Mm -hmm.